I'm Johnny Massacre, and this is the Johnny Massacre Show on tonight's show, which is the Thursday Night Massacre. We reveal new titling of Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 3, forthcoming. New title revealing in other news. California, oh no, it's turning into woke mare, woke hellhole. And finally today, a little bit of my DJ scratching, if you want to see. Who is fucking with me? Give me a hell yeah! Okay, so the new Spider-Man movie by Disney, which is blatantly going to be woke as fuck. So anyone clicking on this video who's never seen my videos before is going to get all offended because fanboys won't hear a bad word against their franchise. I don't give a fuck. The new Spider-Man movie coming out late 2021 is clearly going to be a woke clusterfuck by Disney. Spider-Man movies have been getting progressively more woke. And as you'll find out later, when we talk about how California is turning into a woke mare, a woke hellhole, and considering this movie is obviously being filmed, or at least stems in spirit from California, there is no doubt in my mind, what with wokeness being at an all-time high, the next Spider-Man movie is going to be woke as fuck. Anyways, they have announced the title. Want to know what it is? I'll just fucking tell you. It is Spider-Man No Way Home. So I will give credit to the advertising team behind Spider-Man. Tom Holland kicked off this kind of viral trend, I guess, where he alluded that the next Spider-Man movie would have home in its title because the first movie of the recent trilogy is called Far From Home. The second movie is called... Um, I can't even fucking remember. What was it? Far From Home... Oh, why has this slipped my memory? I can't remember. Anyway, the second film had uh, Home in it, in the title. And so the third film has Home as well. So Tom Holland was suggesting some silly viral names like Home Slice and Phone Home in reference to the classic Steven Spielberg movie, E.T. And so that created this viral thing on Twitter where everyone's guessing the name of the new Spider-Man movie. So that's an advertising and PR company doing its job well. That obviously created a buzz around it and that's one of the reasons we're talking about it now. And then they revealed the real title, which is Spider-Man No Way Home. So cast your eyes to Variety.com. They say... The third Spider-Man film has its official title and it's not Phone Home, Home Wrecker or Home Slice. The real title for the latest installment in the superhero franchise is Spider-Man No Way Home. Star Tom Holland revealed on social media on Wednesday morning. Holland and his co-stars Zendaya and Jacob Batalon appear in a 30-second clip which begins with Holland walking out of director John Watts' office and lamenting over being given a fake title for the film. So that's very meta. You're seeing Spider-Man in his non-superhero form walk out of the director's office, the guy who's filming the film he's going to be in. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, you want to see this clip. Let's have a look at it. Here it is. This is the viral clip that we are talking about. All right, so? Gave us a fake name again. Again? Not sure. Dang. Yeah. I just don't understand why he keeps doing this. You don't understand? Really? I feel like it's pretty obvious yeah. you spoil things. I don't You're spoil things. things. Thinking, Name me one thing that I've actually spoiled. The last movie title. Okay, so this is weird as fuck. So Spider-Man has a British accent there. That's pretty weird. In the film, he's obviously putting on an American accent. So he's a great actor to be able to put on the accent through the whole thing. And there you go. So next Spider-Man movie, the promo campaign has started. It is coming at the end of this year. Probably going to go straight to Netflix because all cinemas will be closed down by then. But anyways, it is coming and it is called Spider-Man No Way Home. So what's my feelings about this film? Well, 
It's fucking woke as fuck. I'm not going to pull any punches here. So I know that people get a lot of criticism when, <clears throat> for example, there's a there's a white character in a franchise and then the people make him black and people go, he's got to be white. I'm not that fussy about that. If they change a white guy to a black guy, I don't really see that much difference. If they change a man to a woman, there's a massive difference because men are just better than women in general. So you can't suddenly do that in a franchise. You can't turn Batman into Batwoman or you get a vegan soy girl like in the Batman television series and it's just, it's fucking stupid and ridiculous and doesn't allow you to suspend your disbelief whatsoever. But in the case of Mary Jane, in this movie, they changed the Caucasian ravishing redhead of Mary Jane to this kind of skinny, woke-looking half girl, brown girl. I don't know her name, but it's Spider-Man's girlfriend. I'm not so sure about that. I'm not so sure about changing the race of the Mary Jane character in Spider-Man and also Spider-Man's best mate. He's like an Asian character. So it's how many victimized groups can we put in? Because as you know, liberals think anyone who's not white is retarded and needs their help, needs to quench their their white guilt and their liberal guilty thirst by giving roles to people based on the accent of birth, which is kind of Marxist and evil. Marxism being the philosophy which killed 100 million people. But that's what Hollywood elites like to do today, to buy their innocence and give power to people who might vote for the president that they like, which is a leftist president in this case, which is now Biden. But I feel comfortable saying that because if you, when there are films, for example, that take source material from something in Asia and then they cast a Caucasian man in that role, leftists freak out. What the fuck? You should give that role to a, a leftist. Uh, not leftist. You should, well, actually, there's people who they want to be leftists, literally. You should give that role to an Asian person. You shouldn't, give the lead to a white person. And if there's someone who's historically black, if a white person takes that role, the left would go fucking mad. So look, people, white people and black people have different culture. So I can see why people might want to keep the race of the original person because they're going to have a different upbringing and they bring a different culture to the table. And so if you really want to be purist, you could make that case. And using the argument that the left use, for example, if, if you have an Asian source material and you cast a Caucasian in that film and they and they say that shouldn't happen you should respect the original in the same way i think you should respect the original white ravishing redhead mary jane and it's basically because she's a redhead because only white people are redheads right and there's something about a redhead there's something weird about they're kind of hot so you either love them or you don't as a guy and um, my best mate loves redheads and i i have a thing for them as well there's something about them and so some people are sexually attracted to redheads and why not why not put the redhead front and center of the film and big up the fucking sexy redheads because that's what Spider-Man's been doing since day dot. I tell you what, the original Mary Janeing, she's so big, big booby, they like cannonball. It's it's so big. If you if you take her back field off the pitch, sit her down, substitute on substitute bench. Mary Jane, she get on her knees like five seconds. Trust me, look at these boobies. It is absolutely, it's delicious. Sometimes taking off the top, Spider-Man flying out the window. This is my favorite thing picture. Mary Jane sat, will sitting, sat on the sofa, cup of tea in the hand. Of course, she want to drink the tea. The smoke is coming out, the steam. It is not it is not normal but coffee is okay but look at the giant tits and the red head this is classic mary jane spider-man ripped bottom look he's got amazing gluteal muscle just great team player he can pass the ball all over the pitch 
And anyway, look, this is this is classic Mary Jane. And if you don't like it, then fuck you. So I actually have this picture on my wall. It's one of my favorites. Mary Jane, I'm real purist, the originals that made franchises classics. And she's got massive tits. She's got redhead. It's got to be the same. So I think, yeah, Spider-Man, it's woke as fuck. So the new Spider, his new girlfriend, Mary Jane... She's not white, but I'm not super precious about that. But come on, at least give her massive tits, right? Massive. Mary Jane's got to have huge, huge knockers, mate. So look, you're just going to get woke stuff. All the women in it are like non-sexual because movies have to pass the Bechdel test. What is the Bechdel test? Well, it's a stupid feminist bullshit test that even the makers have discredited where women have to have loads of screen time and you can't discuss men all the time and you can't sexualize them. So you get these sexist creatures because... You can't have Tom Holland like getting really sexy with Mary Jane and banging her and stuff because then it makes women look bad because they've been infected by the male penis. So let's make her as non-sexual as possible. I'm ranting now, but the next Spider-Man movie is basically going to be woke as fuck, full of intersectional politics. That's just a vehicle, a Trojan horse for Democrat promotion. Promote the Democrats. Watch this movie and you've got to vote for leftists and we're going to infect you with our ideology. 33% of Democrat ideology is intersectional politics, feminism and victimized groups and Marxism and stuff like that. The other 66% is made up of abortion and welfare. So this is going to be a lefty, lefty movie and it's basically going to be shit. I am calling it now. In other news, California is turning into a woke mare, a woke nightmare. Why do I say this? Well, my friends and my viewers send me stuff and links and show me what's going on in California. And it looks like California is a separate country to the rest of America. It is, it is hurtling down the downward spiral of Marxist wokeness, social justice. If America falls, it's, it's tripping up in California first. Why do I say this? Well, let's go over to the Daily Wire, a site owned by Ben Shapiro, one of my heroes. They say California bill requires gender neutral stores, fines retailers $1,000 for having separate boy and girl toy departments. So it's actually becoming law to indoctrinate your children and try to give them borderline personality disorder bipolar disorder and various mental illnesses by depriving of the natural stimuli that they require for their gender. Women are kind of aspiring to be mothers. That's why they like to push around dolls and stuff because that's what you're supposed to do. That's your purpose as a woman is to reproduce. And men like swords and fighting and shit like that because their purpose is to fuck and protect that woman who wants to have the baby. So that's why young boys like rough and tumble like swords and fake guns and stuff. And that's why young girls like dolls and feminine things. But now that's illegal. And I don't really know what else to say other than the fact that this has become normal is funny. It makes America look like a bunch of bitches. And I've seen adverts for the military in China and it's really patriotic. It's like, let's get those fucking white cunts overseas. Let's fuck them over. Let's kill them. Get in the plane, fly it around. Boom, let's fuck some shit up. In the West, we're doing like transgender adverts in our army and we're all fighting against each other with Marxism, seeing how woke we can be. We are making capitalism look actually fucking amazing in the face of this alternative to capitalism. But it does kind of make China look good because if the prevailing culture in places like Hollywood, which dictates a lot of American culture, is Marxist, China is Marxist as well, so they're licking their lips. But even Marxists like China don't fuck around with this weird kind of gender meddling nonsense. This kind of stuff is like eugenics and liberals love eugenics. Eugenics is basically um, selective breeding for humans, trying to kill all the humans that are not clever. 
and keep the ones that are clever and whatever. This is what Hitler did in Nazi Germany. He was inspired by America's research on this by liberals. Liberals loved Darwinism because they went far from God. And so the liberals were the first ones to, and the, the intelligentsia and pseudo intellectuals of America were the first ones to start tinkering and toying with the idea of removing certain parts and certain races they didn't like. And I believe um, American president leftists like Woodrow Wilson oversaw the sterilization of many black peoples in eugenic programs. And so this is this this is part of liberal flirting with basically genocide. Right. It's how can we tweak humans? How can we tweak the children and change their brain? It's just sick stuff. And this has become normal in California. So, I mean, you're, you're making you're making shitty countries like China who are dominated by the co by communism, fucking over their own people. You're making them look pretty good. You're making America look like a fucking joke and it just shows you that you people can't handle a lot of americans can't handle the freedom that has been bestowed upon them that they're blessed with by the constitution because once given the freedom you just drive yourself mad you cannot you cannot deal with your free agency you need to destroy it by doing weird bizarre psychotic marxist shit like this having separate having fines for having separate boy and girl toy departments trying to hurt children's lives in the name of wokeness and in the name of leftist ideology, extreme leftist ideology. So, yeah, California turning into a woke mayor. Some more evidence of the woke mayor that everyone is slipping into in California over on RT.com. They say California has made it mandatory for companies to have LGBTQ plus and minority leaders. Under the new rules, companies must have at least one director from an underrepresented community by the end of 2021. If they don't comply, they could face huge fines of over $100,000. So to find out if something's racist, you just replace LGBTQ or any victimized group with white. So imagine if they had said California has made it mandatory for companies to have white leaders. Under the new rules, company must have one white director. Uh, people would call that racist. And it's because this is pure Marxism. Your value is based upon your intersectional identity, your group identity. And everyone has a different value. White people are right at the, right at the bottom to Marxist. White people are basically the equivalent of the bourgeoisie and kulaks, the peasant farmers in socialist Russia. They're at the bottom. And then the other people who rank highly, who are the proletariat or, or equivalent in Russia, or Stalinist, socialist, communist Russia... Uh, victimized groups like lesbians and blacks and and women and the the point is they're easily manageable voting blocks that's why they try to split them into these groups and then they make them into one super group and all these woke people can vote together and that's going to help to win an election so that's what this is all about quite an extreme mentally ill way to win an election but hey go for it california the pendulum will swing back the other way If you're just tuning in, I am Johnny Massacre, and this is The Johnny Massacre Show. We are talking about California slipping into wokeness and the new Spider-Man movie. But if you've been riding shotgun from the top, just in case you forgot to drop a little dough, bread, cream, and cheese on some Massacre merchandise, pretty please, click the Teespring and donation links in the box below. Jeez! Light of mercy! It really helps me when you do that. So what else is going on today? My DJ scratching. I've been practicing this scratch for when the clubs open and I can start performing again called the two-click flare. And it's one of the hardest scratches you could possibly do. I spent probably 130 plus hours on this one scratch. It's really hard to explain, but the crossfader's in the middle. When the crossfader's on this side, it's closed. And when the crossfader's here, it's open. So when you open the crossfader, it makes a sound. And what you're doing, 
you're pushing the crossfader, passing it to this finger, pinging it back to the thumb, passing it to this finger and pinging it back to the thumb again. So it's like click, 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 click. It's so fucking hard to do. It's really even harder to explain. So why don't I just show you this scratch in action and you tell me what you think. So here is me doing a double click flare over a song. I might add, this is one of the coolest drum and bass songs ever. It's called The One by a guy called Mampy Swift. I met him, I interviewed him many years ago when I was a journalist. It's it's one of the great examples of, uh, what would you, how would you call it? Uh, it would be not inharmonic. It's basically not melodious drum and bass. Drum and bass is, was often made by people with no music theory knowledge or musical training. And so to get a, around that, and within those limitations, they just found another way to make it sound cool. And that is just heavy distorted noise on top of drums, hence the name drum and bass. And this has basically no melody in it. It's just this distorted sound over a beat. And this used to go off back in the day. This is one of the first songs I heard where the DJ, when it was, uh, he dropped it on top of another song dropping. It's called a double drop. So they drop at the same time and it's this insane release of pleasure and the crowd goes crazy. They stop the record, rewind it. Come again, select Lada Mercy. Play it again, wheel up from the top. That's one of my first experiences of the drum and bass double drop, which I just explained. So let me show you my scratching over this tune that gives me very fond memories. Here we go. That was a crab. That's what I'm talking about, bitches. Have some of that, you cunt. So you can see the two click flare here. Da -da 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 -da. Da, 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 da. Now next, I double. This is not double time, but it's it's changing the uh, time signature. So I actually haven't even worked out what this time signature is. I don't know if it's some kind of um, uh, triplet beat, but, but this is this is basically increasing the speed. And this was the the hardest thing to learn. If you if you watch how fast my fingers are moving, you'll see what I'm talking about. That, that was just incredibly hard to learn and I'm very proud that I can do that and so now that I can do that I feel that I'm going to be able to murder a lot of DJs on the scene so I'm really looking forward to the massacre yeah speaking of which fund the massacre people fund the massacre I know it sounds very sinister but really it's just so we can all massacre the mainstream motherfuckers and promote these videos more so if you like these videos if you donate to me you're going to get more videos streamlabs.com forward slash johnny massacre and hey then I can live the dream as a youtuber and wouldn't that be fun I've been Johnny Masker, and I tell you what, mate, you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming round your house. Make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell because that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. Layers.